Hello, old friends, new friends, and soon-to-be friends. I am Katie, and this is the Compassionate Caregiver Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about kindness. Kindness to one of the most important people in your life, if not the most important. Kindness to yourself. I don't know if you need to hear this today, but you matter. How you feel, what you do, where you go, and how you talk to yourself matters. You deserve your own kindness, your own respect, your own love, and your own time and energy. As a caregiver, you probably tend to put yourself towards the bottom of the list. And sometimes it's kind of appropriate, although I would argue that if you are not taking care of yourself, you cannot be your best, most compassionate, most loving, most emotionally available self to the people in your life, your children, the children you care for, any partners, any friends, you just can't. If your bucket is empty, you can't pour anything out of it into somebody else's. So I want to take a minute with you right now, and I want to think about ways we can be kinder to ourselves. And I know, I know, it is really hard. I used to be basically dead last on my own list of priorities, and that was hard. And I worked really hard to put myself towards the top, top three. Most days I'm top three, uh, which is pretty good. And it was hard to rewire my brain and tell myself that how I feel, what I need to do, taking care of myself is going to need to come first. And I encourage you and invite you to put yourself first as well. So what does this mean? This means, number one, you're going to have to make time for yourself to do things you like, to feed your soul, go hire a babysitter, or if you are the caregiver or nanny, go out one night, do something fun for yourself, go see a show. I really, really, really love uh, orchestras. So sometimes I'll take myself to the orchestra, give yourself a bath, go um, buy yourself a treat that has no nutritional value, but you love it because it's delicious. Go out and be outside, spend time exercising if you like to, if that brings you joy and energy or you feel good afterwards, do the things that make you feel good. You need to fill up your own tank. It's very important. So that's number one. Make time for yourself to do something that you like. I encourage you to pause this podcast right now and make a list of five things that make you feel good that you can do for yourself on any given day. For me, it is making sure I have well manicured nails. Now, have I found ways to cheat the system? Absolutely, because I'm very busy. I don't always have time to wait for my nails to dry. I found these awesome nail stickers. Uh, They're called Impress. They're wonderful, and I buy them at Target for $5. There are 30 nail stickers in a pack, and they take like four minutes to put on and have what looks like a beautiful set of fingernails. Uh, And they stay on for five days. And it's a way to show myself some love and some kindness and to make sure that I remember I matter. I have read somewhere that um, bathing, like washing and showering, is the ultimate form of self-respect. 
And I don't know about you, but when I'm busy, that sort of falls by the wayside. And when I read that once, I was like, ooh, that's condemning. I better make sure I'm taking care of myself. Find time to fix yourself meals. I know a lot of people who feel too busy to prepare meals. You can do it in ways that that make sense for your life and matter to you. I like to meal prep on Sunday because uh, I am a caregiver. I teach uh, when I'm not in social quarantining for uh, any kind of pandemic-related work time. I tend to work 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., which means I'm out of my house 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And when I come home, I don't necessarily want to make dinner. Sometimes I've already prepped a dinner for the family I care for after I teach, and I don't necessarily want to make a second dinner for myself. So I make a bunch of meals on Sunday, and I have them in my fridge ready to go. I have lunches. I don't always prep my breakfast. Sometimes I do. I can tend to make myself eat something on the way out the door or in my car. Do things that you know are important to you. Set your coffee maker. Find things to make your coffee delicious. Steal moments of silence. This is really important to me. A way to be kind to myself is to kind of unplug for a little bit and say, you know what, I'm going to spend five minutes doing nothing. It's important to allow yourself time to recharge. When your phone is on the charger, it's usually doing nothing else. It can't go around or go out. If you recharge being with people, great, go around, go out, be with your friends as long as we're allowed to by the government. Um, Enjoy things that you like to do. Invite your loved ones to participate in activities that matter to you. Read a book. Hide and read a book. Hide from the kids. Take time to make sure that you feel good. In The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, he talks about um, the golden goose, and this is something I talk about a lot. So if you are one of the old friends, then you may be tired of hearing me say this. And if you're one of my new friends or soon-to-be friends, you'll soon be tired of hearing me say this. You are the golden goose who lays the golden eggs, okay? If you're caring for anybody besides yourself, even, even caring for yourself, you're the golden goose who lays the golden eggs, If you don't take care of the golden goose so that it can produce as many eggs as possible, soon the golden goose will no longer be well enough to produce any golden eggs. You can't always be productive. And I know because I've tried. I've tried to always be productive. It's not going to work out. You need time to recharge. You need time to be kind to yourself and give yourself the recharge you need to get going again. Another way to be kind to yourself is to watch how you're talking to yourself. Our little monkeys chitter chatter in our brains all the time. And if you start to pay attention to how and what you're saying in your mind, you will be horrified, I bet, horrified at how often you say unkind things to yourself. And again, I know because I was the number one uh accuser of myself. I was so unkind to me all the time. And I have learned not to do that. And I want to encourage you to start, just start paying attention. And if you hear something negative, try to rephrase it in a positive way. So these can sometimes be called affirmations, although they need not be. Um, I notice that I catch myself uh, saying things all the time that aren't necessarily kind to myself or saying things, worrying about things. 
And instead of worrying about things, like if I'm worried about my car getting scratched while I'm not in it, I say, I'm safe in the universe and all life loves and supports me. Or uh, I am so grateful and thankful now that I have a safe and reliable car that always gets me where I need and want to go. You know, just reprogram yourself. Your brain wants to be as efficient as possible. So if you reprogram any of those negative thoughts, those typical neural pathways you're using to harass yourself with unkind language, and you start to reprogram with kind every time you notice that, kind things to say about yourself, instead of saying, ugh, I messed it up again. I'm so stupid. Say, oh, wow, that didn't work out. I'm trying so hard and I'm learning a lot. You see that? Take something negative, turn it into something positive, and you will start feeling better to yourself when you are feeling kinder. Be kind to you. Forgive yourself when you mess up. It's normal. You're a person. You're a great, beautiful, messy, wonderful, tricky little person, and that's okay. We're all doing the best that we can with the skills that we have at the time. And I hope that you will remember to be kind to yourself and to fill your bucket because that will help make you a more compassionate, more loving, more available caregiver. Thank you so much, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye.